Hello everyone and welcome back again to another episode of Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Oda Tuttle. And I'm Bonesaw. This week we've got back by very popular demand, the minigame known as Before and After. So that is just like Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and all of those those before and after categories. It'll be two separate answers smashed together with one singular clue. I think you really like this type of trivia. Um, I like it also. Not really like, that's a bit strong, but I like it. Yeah, I'm a bit of a lateral thinker myself, so it's my favorite category. Can you give us a quick example of what a before and after might sound like? Oh no, off the top of my head? Okay, um, how about this Puerto Rican pop star changed career tracks to become the the most consecutive winning tennis champion on the female tour? Any ideas? No. I'm, I'm looking for Ricky Martina Navratilova. <laughs> So, so that was obviously a bad example. So to break that down for everybody, the first half of that was Ricky Martin. The second, the first clue, the first half is Ricky Martin. The second clue, the second half was Martina Navratilova. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I got that right. Yeah. So smashed together is two clues is Ricky Martina Navratilova, which is a tongue a tongue twister of some kind. That's for sure. That's right. Okay. Would you like to ask me first, or I'll ask you first this week? Yeah, I'll ask you first. How about that? It sounds good. Okay. So question one in before and after. It's a bit of a long one. A 10 season long TV series starring Jason Priestley and Shannon Doherty set in California features a Coen Brothers work where three convicts in the 1930s escape from a chain gang and set out to retrieve a treasure. Oh man, I do like most of the Coen Brothers movies. I have no idea what that TV show is. 10 seasons Jason Priestley and Shannon Doherty. Well, set, the set actors' names, I mean, you could tell me is Leo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, and I still have no idea who those people <laughs> are, so uh, that's going to be difficult for me. 10 seasons, so it's popular. Set in California. Um, with a Coen Brothers film. Man, I'm going to go with Beverly Hills 9021 No Country for Old Men. You are so close. Can you think of another Coen Brothers film? Oh, is it Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Now the whole thing together. Uh, Beverly Hills 9021. Oh, brother, oh, brother, where art thou? Damn, I don't, I don't get the points for that, but I do enjoy the clue. <laughs> yeah, oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, just a little tidbit. It won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year in 2002, making it the only movie to ever win that award. Kind of cool. Wow, very interesting. Man, I actually kind of forgot that was a Coen Brothers movie. That's such an easier guess than No, no Country for Old Men, which is obviously more modern. <laughs> It, that would have been cute though right beverly uh 9021 no <laughs> no brother I don't, I, I don't know how i would have felt about, felt about that if uh if that was the right answer actually <laughs> all right second question before and after it might also be a tough one it's a movie quote all right mr demille i'm ready for my close-up end quote ends a 1950 film before billy joe armstrong walks the lonely road um okay Billy Joe Armstrong's Green Day. That's uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Now I need to find a movie that ends in Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard of Broken Dreams? Sunset Boulevard of Broken oh, Dreams. Oh, which is in Hollywood. Damn, I hate movies. <laughs> okay, so I have no points, but I have like most of the way to points on both of them to start. I was going to say, very close to points, but you already arrived at fun. At least you're having fun. That's right, yep. Okay, this team has won three Super Bowl championships, two of which under head coach Tom Flores, who, in a 1981 film, contends against Nazi Germany to recover a long-lost artifact. 
Oh my god. I have no idea who the coach is. So the coach so, is Tom Flores, so we're looking for the, the team that he coached. Uh, yeah, two Super Bowl I, I have no idea who that person yeah. is, so that's not going to point me towards a team. So, gotcha, gotcha. So let's see. I know that like the Patriots and the Steelers have won more than three, so I can eliminate those ones. Um, so the second part is about a, a movie where... 1981 film where the protagonist contends against Nazi Germany to recover a long-lost artifact. Uh, Oakland Raiders of the Lost Ark. Interesting. Okay, so I have here written Las Vegas Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, okay. So I've never had so much fun losing O and three. They used to be called the Oakland Raiders. They moved to Las Vegas. I don't know some years ago. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's all good. Uh, maybe they actually when would they become the Oakland Raiders? Because under Tom Flores, I think they were the Las Vegas Raiders. But we can. Uh... Um, that's probably not true. I don't think the Las Vegas Raiders have ever won a Super Bowl. Oh no! Google in progress. All right, so that was actually one of our more lengthy Googles. Uh, we have three Super Bowl wins by the Raiders, none of which were the Las Vegas Raiders. The Oakland Raiders have won the Super Bowl, but they are also the Los Angeles Raiders for some other Super Bowls. So it all feels pretty complicated. And given that I missed the first two, I'd like to take the point on this one. I would love to give you this point because, as you know, sport's not my strong suit, and I think it's unnecessarily complicated. That's my uh, viewpoint standing on the sides of not caring too much about sports. So there you go. One of three. Take what you get. Let's keep it going. <laughs> I will certainly take that with a smile on my face. Good questions. Bad answers. All right. Hit me with some uh, before and after. All right. Here's some befores and after, if you will. Sounds about right. All right. Your first question. When Superman first came to Earth, before he had his name changed to Clark Kent, his landing on the planet caused this band of warm ocean water that develops in the central and east central equatorial Pacific. Interesting. Okay. Um, before he changed his name to Clark Kent, his landing, which I can hope will be Smallville. Uh, Smallville, Smallville. Mm. What was the last part? Um, Superman, before he had his name changed to Clark Kent, uh, landed on the planet causing a band of warm ocean water that develops in central and east central equatorial Pacific, causing a number of weather patterns. Should be the end of that clue, but I felt it too long already. I don't know. I, I uh, hmm. Do you know what Superman's name was before it was Clark Kent? Oh, that would help, eh? Um, mm -hmm. No. He was Cal-El. Cal L, okay. So I was looking for Cal L Nino. Yes, that would make sense. Yeah, I forgot about his name before Clark Kent. That was missing in my uh, knowledge bank. But awesome, yeah, Cal L Nino, nice one. Yeah, so he came down from the planet of Krypton. Yeah, I was trying to think of making Krypton work somehow, but obviously that didn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, question two. So far, we're tied after one if we go one by one. <laughs> um, ban Ki Moon. Boutros Boutros Gali, Thor Hammerskjöld, and other fellow retirees made the switch from international politics to the food industry, where they own such brands as Cheerios, Betty Crocker, and Blue Buffalo Dog Food. Uh, is it UN General Mills? I'm gonna let you give me that answer again with a key word missing. So... Oh, sorry. UN Secretary's General Mills. <laughs> that is exactly okay, what I was sorry. looking for. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot that. That's good. 
Damn, that was a tongue twister. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So obviously, um, my dog eats blue buffalo dog food, and that's where that question came from. Because I'm standing around <laughs> thinking about trivia questions, feeding old Bo, and I'm like, oh, wonder, wonder who owns this. <laughs> that's awesome. And the third one. When Dr. Jill Biden was seen slurping the opposite end of the same spaghetti noodle, resulting in a surprising kiss with her partner, this is how it was reported in the media. The First Lady and the Tramp? That is correct for a two out of three. <laughs> I have to say, I'll, I, do, I do like befores and after, but there's something special that you don't get anywhere else where it's just like, I've got it, and now let me say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a flip uh, switch flips in your head, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which I experienced one time this round. <laughs> and me too, almost. I guess you and Je- you and yeah, you secretaries, Jeff. <laughs> I can barely say it. <laughs> you move into the uh, rapid fire round with a one point lead this week. All right. Rapid fire. I will just make sure I've got the preset number of questions. What's the time limit on rapid fire this week? We've got 15, which I believe is 150 seconds. So two and a half minutes. Perfect. Are you ready? I am ready to start. You are ready to start, and I am ready to start, so let's start. In three, two, one. Who won three Stanley Cup championships with the New Jersey Devils and holds the NHL record for most regular season shutouts? Martin Brodeur. Correct. Name the American animation studio and production company behind the Flintstones, the Jetsons, Scooby-Doo, and the Smurfs. Hanna-Barbera? Correct. In 2021, what Caribbean country announced that they are transitioning to a republic within the Commonwealth? Puerto Rico? Barbados. Regarded as the most influential writer in the German language is which author or playwright of Faust? Pass. Goethe. Quentin Tarantino's first feature film was released in 1992 and follows diamond thieves whose planned heist goes wrong. Which film? Reservoir Dogs. Correct. Papa was a Rolling Stone, Just My Imagination, and My Girl are classic songs of what vocal group? Talking about my I don't know. The Temptations. The temptation. Correct. Oh, can I have it? Yes. Um, including Guinea itself, how many UN member states have Guinea in their name? Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Equatorial Guinea. Three. Four. The final oh. Olympic Games before the year 2000 was hosted in which country? repeat please the final olympic games before the year 2000 was hosted in which country japan correct what animated sitcom revolves around stan marsh kyle broflovsky south park correct one of these nights the long run and long road out of eden are albums by which band three dog night the eagles japanese is mostly written with three writing systems hiragana katakata and what third adopted from chinese characters kanji Correct. In South America, which country's name in English begins and ends with the same letter? Argentina. Correct. Who led the Scots to a victory over the army of Edward II of England in the 1314 Battle of Bannockburn? Robert the Bruce. Correct. What smallest blood vessels in the body convey blood between arterioles and venules? Uh, 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 pass. Capillaries. The sausage race is held before the bottom of the sixth inning at every home game of which MLB team? The Dodgers. The Milwaukee Brewers, and that is your questions with 15 seconds left. Oh, I should have thought about that one more. I definitely knew that. 
the capillaries. I, just, I didn't know where I was on time. Well, both capillaries. I even said the k part, but I. I, I know. Was on time. I, I was just waiting. I thought I like my computer broke or something. I was like, he said pillories, right? <laughs> no, I was. Uh, well, I'll let you tally them up, and we can talk about it after that. But yep. all right, just gonna tally these up. All right, the tally is in, and Bonesaw, you got 9 out of 15, which combined with your one point from the first round would be 10 out of whatever is the number of total questions this week. <laughs> I'm not disappointed in my overall performance, I will say, but there were a few questions like the one we just alluded to. Capillaries, in my head, I was thinking, oh, there's that thing in fluid dynamics named after like capillary action. And then I just passed and I, yep. Oh, there God. certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. Uh, and then the last one, I obviously know the Milwaukee Brewers have the sausage race because the sausages go with the beer and they're Milwaukee That's Brewers. Right. And I've seen it a million times on TV and I'm a baseball guy. I just, I didn't know how much time was left. Yeah, I had about 15 seconds. Um, Disappointed. I think Johnsonville now kind of sponsors that event, don't they? Or something like that. that There's something about sense. Johnsonville in there. Um, so it's funny. I actually asked you that because you asked that to me several months ago and I thought that is brilliant. Surely Bonesaw will remember. <laughs> <laughs> Surely he will. If it was the first question, I might've got it to be honest. So four UN member states have the word Guinea in their name. You listed Equatorial, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau. What's the fourth? Oh, there's Guinea, right? It's also in there. Yep. Um, Guinea-Bissau, Equatorial, Guinea. Oh, Papua New Guinea. That's Darn. right. And you were, you're from Australia, basically. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Um, I, yeah, should have got that one, too. Um, I asked about Quentin Tarantino's first feature film. Can you tell me what his most recent one was? You know, the alternative telling of the Sharon Tate murders? Oh, I haven't actually seen that one yet. No, I, oh, don't, it's have, good. I don't have the title in my head. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I have seen it. Shoot. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about The Hateful Eight, but that must be the one before it. Yeah, hatefully was good. I saw that in theaters. There was like a intermission, which apparently intermissions are really common in um, Europe or something. Like just oh. in normal movies, they just always have an intermission or something. I was reading just randomly. That's interesting. Um, and the final point I'll make is what's really interesting about Japan's hosting the last Olympics of the 20th century. Uh, you know what city it was, obviously? Nagano. That's right. Um, so that was the game where they, in those games, they introduced curling, snowboarding, and women's ice hockey, which is really neat. Um, I mean, women's ice hockey could have been in forever, I guess, but it's also the first Winter Olympics where NHL players were allowed to participate. Yeah, I remember that. It was a big deal um, just because the quality of hockey was like five times better than it was previously. Um, I was uh, actually listening to a different trivia podcast, so I won't name it just because I don't want to lose our viewership, you know, but um, <laughs> they were saying one of the most memorable things about the Nagano Olympics was the weather because it was too snowy for some of the ski events. They had to like postpone them because there was like far too much snow on the hill. Oh, wow. I'm not a big skier, so I'm surprised that's ever a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like an obscene amount of snow. Oh, man. All right. That was a lot of fun. So let's uh, let's move. keep on moving on here. Okay. It sounds good. I have 15 questions in front of me, and I will just pull up my timer. And you just give me the go-ahead when you are prepared. <sighs> okay, I am ready. All right, Oda Tettle, in three, two, one. Born in 1933 and still alive today, who reigned as Emperor of Japan from 89 to 2019 during the Heisei era? Hirohito. Akihito. Who wrote the often studied in high school novel Lord of the Flies? Uh, Golden. Correct. 
what two families of the Appalachian region engaged in a famous feud from 1863 to 1891? McCoy Davis? The Hatfields and the McCoys. <sighs> What British TV show has a continuous run since 1979 where people bring their heirlooms and curios to be appraised by experts? Antiques Roadshow. Correct. What G word means artist or entertainer in Japanese? Pass. Geisha. Hmm. Luxo the Lamp is the often often animated logo for what? Correct. Founded in 1776, what world-renowned ballet company is headquartered in Moscow and among the world's oldest? The St. Petersburg Ballet? The Bolshoi Ballet. Bolshoi. The Victoria Falls Bridge provides the only rail connection between Zambia and what other country? Tanzania. Zimbabwe. Beginning in 2022, the Cleveland Indians are now known as what? Referring to eight monolithic sculptures from 1932 in the city. Pass. The Cleveland Guardians. The term legendarium is used to describe the unpublished, unpublished mythopoetic universe that forms the background to the most famous series written by what author? Uh, J.K. Rowling? Tolkien. Oh my god. Based on true stories, Into Thin Air and Into the Wild are books by what outdoor adventure author? Kenneth Graham. John Krakauer. Good the first God. well-known naval com- <clears throat> the first well-known naval commander in the, the American Revolutionary War. John Paul Jones. Sh- correct. <laughs> Violeta Chamorro defeated Daniel Ortega in 1990 to become the first woman to lead what country? Uh, Nicaragua. That is correct. In 49 BC, what river did Caesar cross, kicking off a civil war? Rubicon. Correct. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Who sang this 1983 title track? Eurythmics. Correct. And that is your questions just under time. Jesus, what a bad week for me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like you struggled a bit there. Um, I will just tally these up quickly. Okay, Oda Tattle, your tally is in. And seven is your total on the rapid fires this week. Um, Add that to your two and you got a nine. So it was very close, actually, a 10-9 defeat. At the end of very, the day. Very, very close. Um, God, did I, what did I say? I said McCoy Davis. Who's McCoy yeah, Davis? I don't know who McCoy <laughs> Davis is, but uh, the Hatfields and the McCoys is the famous feud. Yeah, do um, you actually, so this will be a question at some point. Um, they, the descendants of that, the Hatfields and the McCoys, they played on Family Feud in the 70s. Oh, that? that's amazing. Isn't that cool? Yeah. But I, I don't know who the Davises were. They were not there. No, the Davises weren't part of that, I don't think. um so yeah you kind of had a little bit of a struggle and then a stretch of questions you didn't get but you actually finished getting the last four questions right so it's you know at the end of the day not too bad so feels like a strong finish i suppose totally tell me the end of that john paul jones question because i've been sitting on the like first naval commander of the u.s john paul jones thing for years and i'm just waiting for someone to ask me that's why i was so excited yeah so the first well-known naval commander in the american revolutionary war he shares his name with what member of the band led zeppelin so the i think he's a guitarist i don't know i'll I probably won't check it after just somebody will e- angry email me if he wasn't a guitarist but john paul jones i would famously know him as a member of led zeppelin whereas very i think very few people in our sort of cadre or generation would know that he was the american revolutionary war commander <laughs> he's more famously a led zeppelin band member 
but you absolutely shucks. ran it out of there with the oh yeah i know who that naval commander is <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so as part of the sort of i don't know first nations or indigenous reconciliation commitment of professional sports the cleveland indians have changed their name to the guardians and I only learned while researching this question as to why. And there's a number of sculptures that a famous sculptor that maybe even you've heard of that I couldn't tell you the name of right now. Um, they built in 1932 and they're the Guardians of Traffic. I, I guess they overlooked oh, a major highway that goes through. Um, that's, that's what they're named after. And I think it actually had in large part due to uh, uh, Indians and Guardians having the uh, D-I-A-N-S ending. So... That's uh, hey, that sounds really cool. Um, so I I was definitely aware that that had happened. Um, the issue for me was I had kind of put a time limit on that fact. Like when that had happened, I was like, okay, it's been months. No one's asking about this. Like it just kind of left. And uh, lo and behold, look at that. <laughs> you should have committed it to your long term memory palace and not parked it in the short term. Yeah. Um, you were easily able to able to identify the Antiques Roadshow. That's, oh, that's a great show. Yeah, yeah it's a fantastic too. show. I used to watch that with my mom growing up. There's a there was a bit of a me and my partner were watching it, and I had to kind of ask him about the movie magic behind it because I'm like, how can they always have this like array of experts on all sorts of antiques? But obviously, what they don't show you is the time they research it and plan what they're going to say, and then be like, aha, you do have an antique. Come over here to this special camera, and we can talk about it. Well, if only our listeners knew how much went on behind the scenes for this show. <laughs> yeah. yep. I don't Huge think they'd be surprised. Value. Huge production value. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, crossing the Rubicon, that just that became a phrase in modern English to mean going past the point of no return because once Caesar crossed it, that was it. Couldn't uncross it. That's right. That's right. Uh, was that the Ides of March when he did that? Um, you've now asked a question that's gone beyond my knowledge of Caesar. The Ides of March. It was marked for several something something. No, Ides of March is when Caesar was assassinated. I don't know when yeah. he crossed the Rubicon. Uh, 49 BC. <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> God, no wonder I didn't do so well. I can barely listen. <laughs> uh, do you know what the Bolshoi Ballet is? Because I obviously did, and I was just trying to look up questions that would be more in your comfort zone. Um, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, it's like, who doesn't know that? I don't know why I said St. Petersburg Ballet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, I uh, definitely know what the Bolshoi Ballet is. Um, just uh, I was probably a little frustrated from not getting a couple other ones. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that does make it tough when you go on a bit of a streak like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Legendarium is uh, an interesting one. It's the sort of like all the background information that Tolkien did for Lord of the Rings. And he's got all of these mythological poems and all this work that went on behind the scenes. And they were all published um, posthumously by his son, Christopher, and not done by Tolkien himself. Yeah, I've definitely heard of Legendarium, and I do love Lord of the Rings, but uh, just couldn't quite pull that. It's kind of similar to a George R. R. Martin situation for what he, you know, writer of Game of Thrones, obviously. Um, he wrote an encyclopedia of his works with the help of these two super devoted fans. And I think if I got the story right, they're married, and they correspond with martin all the time and they write and say oh well you wrote that this character had blue eyes but in the first book you wrote that they had brown eyes and they like are so much more into it than he is that they helped him write this kind of encyclopedia of the game of thrones world um but no never read the legendarium but don't tempt me i don't mean to sound bad in any way but those two people sound insufferable <laughs> uh, and i'm a fan of a song of ice and fire uh, just uh, i still don't want to have a beer with them um J. R. R. tolkien 
Can you tell me what the J or either R stand for? Yeah, of course. Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkien. <laughs> John Ronald jo- Royal Tolkien. <laughs> oh, Royal, I didn't know. John R- Ronald, I think I knew. Yeah. R-E-U-E-L, Royal. Um, oh, and then the last one I'm going to ask you is those, the legendary mythological poems and things like that um, fed into another work that was edited and published by Christopher Tolkien. Do you know what that was called? Uh, Unfinished Tales? The Silmarillion. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't get anything right today. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of the day, it was uh, 10 to 9, so a nice close match, and I hope everybody learned something, because I know we both definitely certainly did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, lots to learn, lots to Google later on, like kind of uh, some autodidactic situation, you know, teaching yourself stuff, but I digress. If you have any comments, questions, trivia questions you'd like us to ask, trivia categories you'd like us to explore, mini games you'd like us to play, we can be reached at 2ddtpodcast at gmail.com. That's 2, the number 2, ddtpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.